Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. Uh, Woo! This is uh this is a this is a different episode from what we normally do. Crazy. It is a little bit crazy. I, I agree, a little bit. But it is a bit different because instead of doing a very specific album, this is our technically our 182nd episode of Asinine Radio. So we wanted to go with a giant a giant thing and go over every single Blink song or album, I oh. should say. What? I said, whoa, not song. Whoa. Album. Oh, yeah. So we're going to do, we're going to go over every single album briefly. Then we're going to rank all the albums. And then we have to come up with a compromise. We have to decide with, where all of the albums rank up. All, are we doing Buddha? I forgot. Yeah. We are. Oh, fuck me. Are you, oh, so, my God. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're doing all nine of their albums, I guess, technically. And uh, so, yeah, we got to compromise and figure out, you know, how they all rank up. Then we're also going to do our top five Blink uh, songs and our top five Blink albums. But uh, other than that, that, that's what we're doing on this episode. Uh, but before we get into that, go into iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us. Uh, follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Now, let's just get into our Blink Bonanza. Oh, baby. Okay, everyone. This is uh, this is our blink bonanza, because over the history of Asinine Radio, we have gone through every single Blink album, uh, some more in depth than others. Uh, but in our new iteration of Asinine Radio, we've like, technically only done one album, and that was their latest album, Nine. But uh, but we thought, you know, with our 182nd episode, let's do something different with our blink bonanza. 
So this is kind of, this is really Jeff's idea, and I think it was a great idea. So I'm excited for this one. So we're just gonna ha- we're gonna we're gonna talk about Blink. We're gonna get into their like I said, we're gonna get into all their albums briefly, rank them, rank the songs, rank the videos, and just kind of have Blink playing in the background, just hanging out, having a good time. So join us on our Blink Bonanza. So good, so good, so good. But let's just get right into. Um, do you want to? Yeah, let's start with the music videos, right? Yeah, whatever. That sound good to you? Yeah. Okay. Well, Blink have put out many music videos, some better than others, but they've put out some pretty iconic videos. More specifically, the videos from their Enema of the State album and their Take Off Your Pants and Jacket era. Uh, their early stuff, they they have they put out a video, two different videos for the song Eminem's off Cheshire Cat. On Dude Ranch, they put out Josie and Damn It, and then Enema of the State. They really went for it with uh, What's My Age Again that really blew them up. And then all the small things in Adam's song and then so on and so forth. So, so on and so forth. I don't know how you kind of want to do this. <coughs> Should we just go with our top five? Yeah. Can we talk more about the videos? I, I, what do you want to do here? Um, so like our top five songs. Dude, it's so loud. Our top five songs. In our Wait. Oh, the song is so loud for you? No, my fucking volume spiked. Oh, there. Jesus spiked Christ. Our top five songs and our top five videos, we don't necessarily have to argue about them. We can just kind of go over them. Unless you hear something super egregious that you don't like, you can say something. But otherwise, we'll, okay. we'll probably have plenty to talk about for the albums, right? Oh, absolutely. So we don't need to really get into it with the songs and the music videos. But one thing that Blink does really well with music videos is do like the boy and girl like love thing, right? Yeah, Like they the do. feeling this... Um, the one off of Neighborhoods. Was that the Up All Night video? Yeah, Up All Night. Yeah, so that was a cool one. So like the boy and the girl thing, they always do really well. But um, I no, guess... it was After Midnight, not Up All Night. After, after midnight. midnight. Yeah. Up All Night After Midnight, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so like top five, I guess I'll start with my fifth favorite video. Let's go for it. My fifth favorite video by Blink is First Date. Okay, I think it's possible lower than I thought. I, I think I think it's possibly like the, their best like set piece that they've done ever. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. I think everything about it is good. Looks like they're having a great time. But uh, there's four other ones that I think are a little bit better. Okay, uh, I agree with you on first date. I mean, I, I think it, it's great, but it's not my number five. My number five is all the small things. I, as cheesy as the song is, and the video is pretty cheapy. Pretty cheapy. Cheapy. <laughs> <laughs> the video this video is cheesy but it it's fun and it's very representative of that that time and era in music and it, it is kind of interesting how they were they were trying to make fun of the boy bands and the pop artists of the time but they were one of those those essentially they essentially were a boy band but they played their own instruments yeah yeah and i i, I like that whole thing and the way they they kind of made fun of uh the backstreet boys ricky martin and it was it was really well done, and Britney Spears. It, it was really funny and well done. So, good for him on that one. The that's where Mark and Sky met his his wife. They met on the set of that video. So, I didn't know fun that. Fun little fact. Yeah, fun little fact. The only reason why I didn't put that video on my list is because I hate that song. I can't stand that song. <laughs> but we're talking about the videos. I know, but I can't. I'm not gonna watch the video on mute and just sit there and stare at it like a weirdo. <laughs> I have to play the song. Okay. 
But <laughs> right, uh, fair enough. my number four is What's My Age Again? I just think that uh, that's just like iconic Blink. Like one of the most iconic music videos like of all time possibly. Running okay. through the streets naked. It's just something that people just don't do. Never did. Will never yeah. do. Even though technically they weren't. True. Naked, but it but looks like they was naked. It looks like it, yeah. Yeah. Pushing boundaries, baby, from the beginning. They were. Kind of it, was, it, was, it was a pretty revolutionary video on MTV. Like you said, nobody had seen something like that in a music video. It was so stupid and outrageous. And they don't the even do anything. They just run. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's true. And then they play naked in like a white studio. <laughs> but it, it, that, that's a good video. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, my number four is also an iconic video of theirs, and I probably some might argue their best song ever. Uh, and that's the video for "Damn It." I I've always loved the video. Uh, it's really it's a really stupid premise, and it's the three of them going to a movie theater, and Mark sees his ex there with another guy, and he's super awkward about it. And Tom is a giant fucking dork in it, and then Scott is just a statue, like he is in everything. And it, it's so stupid and it's so fun and it's so innocent. And I just, I love the whole vibe of that. And they all look like a bunch of dorks with what they're wearing because 90s <laughs> fashion was so damn dorky. So good though. But it, it's great. And Mark's hair was bleached. It was so of that that year, of that time. It's a great snapshot of, the, of that generation. It was great. So that's my, uh, that's my number four is damn it. My number three is, is I almost had damn it here, but my number three is going to be Josie. Oh, that's a good that. Okay. Yeah. Like very, very similar to kind of like the theme of damn it. But like the whole Mart or the whole blink doing the boy and girl thing. I've, I said that works really well. They do that really well. This is like the start of it because the boy and the girl is, is that's Mark's mom. <laughs> like in the video. And then Mark's yeah. got like that ugly purple hair. Oh, I liked it. <laughs> and he tries to get out of the car looking so cool. Like the first thing he does is like knock his glasses off his head and they just fly away. <laughs> it's just such a it's so dorky and they they fully embrace how geeky and dorky and stupid they are. But still over yeah. a great song. It's still it's, they're very self-deprecating and that's what that's what makes them so charming. But that that's a good that's a solid number 3, but it doesn't Josie unfortunately didn't break my top five but my number three is first date I think it's I've even to this day I think it's pretty hilarious and they, they there are a lot of really great moments in it and it, there is one specific moment that is very overplayed because it's become such a meme but it's the what the fuck part with Tom oh it's so funny but it, but in the context <laughs> of the video when you actually watch what what happens right before that it just makes that what the fuck moment so much better and it's it's the entire thing is just so well done. Like you said, like the set piece and it's just, it's really well executed. And the story, kind of the story behind the video, how it was just a day off in Canada and they just decided, let's make a music video today. And they did, they went to a water park and dressed like idiots and, and just did stupid things. And that's what, what you got, you know, it, it was such a simple and simple premise and, but it just, it turned out to be one of their best. I, I think it, it's great, and and even like the intro to that video when when Mark and Tom are walking into their their little garage, and just what they're talking about, it's just like <laughs> it's so stupid and it's just so childish. But it it's what makes them it's one of the things that makes them great, even though the song itself is kind of stupid. But pure happiness. There you go. Yeah, it's a good time. So what do you got for number two? Uh, number two, I think is is 
one of like the best videos they've done just kind of uh, conceptually, but always is my number two. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a really well put together video. It's really cool and it's really fun to see three different perspectives happening at the same time. Yeah. And I, I, I like that a lot. And it's just really well put together. Yeah, it totally is. It's, got, it's, it it's, it's just enough sloppy to make it kind of like punk rock, <laughs> but not too sloppy to where it's irritating. Yeah. All right. My number two is uh, is Man Overboard. It's, um, I mean, not only, I mean, the song is great, uh, but I, I like how they were, they were making fun of themselves in this video. This Man Overboard was a song that was really, it was a B-side from Enema of the States. So they had already made the videos for uh, all the small things, What's My Age Again, an Adam song. So they thought it would be funny, which at the time it was funny, but you know, times change, culture changes. And they thought it would be funny if, you know, they hired a bunch of little people and to play them and then recreate their videos with the little people. And the premise was that it'd be the band dreaming of these little people playing them. And it was just, it was such a dumb premise, but it was, it was fun to see them kind of recreate their videos. It was a, it was a cool idea. It was a really interesting idea for them to do that and just kind of make fun of themselves in a funny way. Good and then stuff. mixed in with like with like a live performance. Yeah. And it was, it was cool. That's a good one. Yeah, it was a great video. So what do you got for number one? My favorite video by them is The Rock Show. Ooh, that's a good one. I just think that this was very, very representative of who they were. Mm-hmm pretty much most of their career and also kind of representative of how silly music videos were in this era and how much money were spent on music videos mm-hmm. and just how stupid they were and what they I mean, in the rock show they they were given five hundred thousand dollars to shoot a video and they blow it on the stupidest things <laughs> it's great they take a homeless man out for like a spa day they drop in like tvs they're demolishing things and it's just it's so dumb and it's such a huge waste of money but that's what all music videos are. Yeah, they're an entire waste of money. But here they're just having fun doing it. And I I mean taking that face value here, I think it's a it's a fantastic way to spend five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and it just seems so pure. Yeah. Like Cage is having fun. I kinda it does make you wonder too, like if it's if that was the band's idea to do it or if it was like a like a record company I like marketing tool I tried to either find, way it worked like, like I tried looking it up because I, I thought the same thing I was like I wonder if they were just pushing that that goofy blink thing far and then I was trying to look it up I didn't find anything specific on that but then it, it made me think that this was the band's idea because the whole like take off your pants and jacket thing like don't forget like translating that into a different language it loses all of its meaning right oh absolutely but that's that's not something like a 20 year old would think about he's just like oh dude, let's name it take off your pants and jacket because that's funny not thinking about what it would translate to yeah in other cultures or languages you know but if it was like a record exec doing it he might think or she might think that oh translating to a different language is going to lose its value it's going to lose its funniness and let's not go with that yeah so I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards that was like the band's idea and this is like this is who the band was at the time yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, so my number one is uh, is always. Oh, I think this is this is the best video they've ever done. And piggybacking off what you were saying, how n- the three screens kind of don't match up with one another at times, but it still works. It's very still very cohesive. It was a really well done video, and I felt like image wise, this is like when they looked the coolest. All three of them. 
like Travis had that super long mohawk and had the Mark just had tuxedos on. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mark had the super long hair on top that was just kind of like flowy in a weird way, like flowy <laughs> spiky in a weird way. And Tom was just the epitome of the 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 what is it? the 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 hairstyle what is the fucking not the swipe he, either he was like he was like what you would expect a high school dropout to look like coming back to prom when he's like 19 or 20 <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but it all worked so well and you know just, and just the premise of the the video like you were saying how it was just all three of the members with the same girl and it was their perspective each of their perspectives with her and then in the end Travis gets the girl and of course and i remember on uh travis barker had that reality show and i remember on the reality show they were talking about that video and how pissed off travis's wife was about the, the fact that he was in australia because they filmed that video while they were on tour in australia and how pissed she was that you know she, he was kissing other girls in another country <laughs> yeah. i remember that being like a storyline on that stupid so show. dumb dude it's really dumb your husband's yeah. like one of the biggest rock bands in the world right now and you say come on relax so ridiculous you signed up for this guy to relax yeah absolutely but uh some honorable mentions video wise i feel like their their original version of m&ms was really like quirky and funny and weird and dumb all at the same time uh so i want to throw that one out there that was a solid one and then like you like rock show and josie are great fucking videos um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know. There's really no other honorable mentions. I almost put feeling this as my number five too. Cause I really, really like that. I think it's a really f- fucking rad video. It's really cool how they set it up mm-hmm. and just like the point of it. And they filmed it at like an abandoned jail North of LA or something. It was, it's just, it, it's, it was really cool. Yeah. It's a decent video, but then like some of the stories behind some of the videos are interesting too. Like, the uh, the stay together for the kids video. There's two actually two versions of that video, because while they were filming it, uh, it was on the day of nine eleven happened, and the concept of the video because the song is about uh, your parents getting divorced and and all that stuff, and so the the concept behind the video was you know this wrecking ball destroying this house and just like carnage to this house, and then nine eleven happened and then they decided you know that's really kind of insensitive to everything that was going on at the time so they recut the video took all that stuff out and it was pretty much just a band performance inside of like a like a rundown house but yeah it loses all edge without the without the wrecking ball yeah exactly uh, but then you know they have quite a few videos where it's just like you know like a tour footage video you know like you have wishing well hearts all gone not now all great songs but they were just that you know yeah whatever nah. but i did want to say there, there are two other videos i want to talk about real quick one of them is the home is such a lonely place video because the concept of that was interesting because they 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 got all three members of the band to like take like personal foot like video footage of their families and their daily lives and then they put it all together and then they made separate videos of each band member behind that song so i thought that was kind of a cool idea it is really cool i like that and i thought it was executed well too it's such an old person thing though yeah it, it it's really such an is. old guy thing to do yeah <laughs> I mean, they're older, so what do you expect? But they still try and pretend like they're young. Yeah, and then, and then the other one is uh, uh, Dark Side, probably one of the worst videos they've ever done. Oh no, it's not that bad. I did, it's I did want to bring that, that up because it, it it's embarrassingly bad. 
and it's very very awkward and it just it shows the complete disconnect i know you and i fought about it on the nine episode but because i felt the same way you did the first time i saw it but the more i watched it the more endearing it became no it's not it is it's absolutely not. It's wildly embarrassing. I even showed it to Kaylee, too. And you know, she's like, oh, that looks like so much fun. And she loved it. Yeah, but these dudes are like in their mid, mid-40s. mid and But they have it's, kids. It's, I mean, it doesn't matter. It does it doesn't matter. matter. It's fucking weird. It and does matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? It's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. You're it's t- embarrassing. It is. It's embarrassing. Maybe you just don't see it because you don't have kids. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, but I don't know. It's not that bad. But yeah, that's about it for the music videos that I kind of want, the honorable mentions I wanted to throw out there. But uh, unless you, I mean, do you have anything else to say about any of the other videos? Because they're all pretty straightforward, I think, but. No. Oh, oh but I mi- the I Miss You video too, that one. Ugh, I Miss You, I mean, down, both stupid. But I Miss You was iconic in, in, in how different the sound of the music was, but then they also kind of translated that into the video as well, like. The very dark tone, the very cure kind of sounding vibe that they were having, the way they dressed and the imagery in it. It, it was a unique video for them. So I guess that's an honorable mention too. Boring. Hey, it's the way she goes sometimes. <laughs> they can't all be bangers, I guess. <sighs> all right. Now let's just get into the songs of the week on our Blink Bonanza. Songs of the week? Our top five I mean, songs, songs of the week. Top five Blink songs. I'm sorry I got... I. I forgot what I was doing. So what do we got for our top five? The best Blink-182 songs. What do we got, Jeff? What do you got for your number five? We're doing worst to best? We're doing worst to best. That's okay. what we do. My, uh, my my five like changed a lot. It's crazy, kind of. But uh, my number five is Toast and Bananas, the Buddha version. What? What? Yeah. How is that a top five? I don't even know. The, the top, the, so the Buddha version of Toast and Bananas... It's very, uh, it's very raw, and wow. there's this. It's it's played faster than it is on his Cheshire counterpart, and so it sounds better. And I think, like, you can hear all these little like gross things that Tom's doing when he's singing and playing the guitar, and it's just, I don't know, man. It's just like a dude playing a guitar with like his friends, and it's it's very, it's very honest. It's very real. I- I guess so, but a top five blank. Yeah. That is a, I know. That's bold. That's there's, bold. There's other ones on my list, too, that I never thought I would even think about putting on top five. Dang. But here we are. Here we are, Tyler. Here <laughs> All we right. Are. Well, then my number five is a pretty deep cut, uh, and that's Every Time I Look For You. This this was off of uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. It was in the later part of the album, but fuck, man, the song is good. The back and forth vocals are are what really makes it and how they kind of overlap one another i is just it's one of the best things that they've done when it came to that that style of singing it's true i, think it's, I, I agree it's fast it's catchy that's a cool There's song because like you said they're doing the back and forth vocals but they're not only like finishing each other's sentences but they're they're kind of like they're each saying one sentence but put them together they make a whole new sentence right yeah absolutely i think that's just that's that's solid songwriting right there it is it's great Oh, oh, you hear the song that's playing right now in yeah. the background? Ah, oh, pretty little girl. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, um, number four <laughs> for me. This one fell quite a bit, but my number four is Man Overboard. This one used to be my favorite song for a long, what? long time. This is like for 15 years, this was, this was your favorite Blink song. Yeah, it is now my my fourth favorite Blink song. What happened? What is going on with you? Because these three ahead of it just 
oh man, I've been all about it. I listened to so much Blink this week. It's ridiculous. Pretty much like solidifying the fact that Blink is now going to be my band of the decade for this <laughs> next decade. <laughs> okay. All right. My number four is uh, is pathetic. Uh, this is this is another another song where the back and forth. This is the this is the best example of the back and forth vocals that they've ever done, and it's very fast. It's a very dr- drum driven song, and and the the guitar riff is is just it's so Tom of that that uh, Tom in general really. It's just it's it's just it's a solid song. Like objectively, it's a solid solid song. If you were to take everything, all, all of the nostalgia out of the Blink songs, this is like probably the the quintessential Blink song, according to the Blink One Fifty Five Nation as well. That's a lot, though. I don't. I feel like you don't. You've never liked Dude Ranch as much as like I've ever liked Dude Ranch. Yeah, that's. I feel but, like this is a lot coming from you. But like Pathetic and Voyeur have always been my favorite songs off that record. Those are good ones. Those are, I mean, they're fucking amazing songs. And Untitled too. I'm sorry. Untitled is also that. The top three songs off that that record for sure. <sighs> okay, <laughs> what do you got for number three? This is where it gets a little bit more intense because you throwing "Man Overboard" that low for you is is shocking. My number three is gonna shock you. I don't think my number. I don't think my my next I hope two it's a neighborhood will, song. But I hope it's a neighborhood <laughs> song. I <laughs> hope number, it is. My number three is Kaleidoscope. <laughs> oh, you little cuck! Man. It was almost wishing well too. I was I was I was torn between the two, but I picked Kaleidoscope just because. Like you, I like that they're both involved. They're both doing something, and it sounds fantastic. Wow. I mean, Kaleidoscope is, is a fantastic song, but it's far from the best on that album. Um, and no, it's the best. No, and what I, what I like most about this was that you were, you were toying between Kaleidoscope and Wishing Well, and I remember when we did Neighborhoods on the pod a long time ago. I liked Kaleidoscope back then. But, I I, not like but, wishing well. but wishing well, you did not like, no. and it was it was you said it was a stinker at some point. <laughs> but I mean that that is a great fucking song. <laughs> it's so good, but I can't believe Kaleidoscope made made top five for you. That's that's shocking. It's, Any neighborhood song. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened, but stop banging away on my Kaleidoscope. <laughs> Oh, that was I sing it like Tom, but that was Mark. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay, uh, my number three is always. I I love this song. It's it's fast and it has a lot of really cool Travis parts. Some of it are are a little flashy and and jerk offy, but they're still really catchy and they're really fun to try to air drum. Uh, Tom's playing is actually a little bit more complicated than you you would think, especially during like the bridge and everything. But it's still very quintessential Tom of that era, and um, and his vocals on it are just they're they're great, and it's one of the catchiest songs of their that they've ever put out. I feel. You know, there's there's a lot of times where song. Tom, like I noticed this week, that he does a lot of like the vocal fry thing. Oh, he totally does, and always Especially later does it on. too. Yeah, <laughs> but always is, is probably like the only song I can think of off the top of my head that Travis does like the freestyling with the drumsticks. Oh yeah, <laughs> but the only one, right? Uh, maybe no. I think there's a, there's a song or two off of uh, California Nine that do it too, but they're not like a like a main point of the song, you know. But oh uh, yeah, that's my number three always, I, and it, it's a it's a always perfect song. forever. Okay. Yep. Number two. number two. Number two for me is Dick Lips. 
Oh, that's a solid song too. I've always loved Dick Lips. I think it's fantastic. I think it's um, every. It's got everything. It's got like a little acoustic guitar intro. It's super fast. There's cussing. There's little breakdowns here and there. Tom's voice sounds amazing. Yeah, it's the perfect it song. It's it's another banger off of Dude Ranch. It's it's a song that you never skip. Untitled is a song you never or not untitled. Dick Lips. Song you never, never, ever skip. It's great. It's just so, it's so, uh, it's so relatable to everybody, <laughs> but also dated to your teen years. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh man, I can't believe that's your number two. Yeah. And you're just throwing a ton of curveballs at me right now. Uh, my number two is uh, not now. This is this is another perfect song, and it's a Tom song. It was a B side from their unentitled. Um, self entitled era and it was on their greatest hits record but uh not now it's i love his guitar playing in it i love the the, the riff in it it's super heavy and tom's vocals are they're 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 almost bad but they work so well to the song it's great they're like they're like a kid who's writing a song in his in his room who knows he can't sing <laughs> But he has this like really fucking cool riff, and he has this really cool melody, and he's like, you know what, just fuck it, I'm gonna sing it myself, yeah. even though it sounds oh, like yeah. shit and it's terrible. Everybody it's so loves pure. it. It's so pure. Come here. Oh, it's so. Please awful. hold my hand for now. Help me. <laughs> but then, like later on, I it comes with like, the whole band, and there's a lot of like music involved, and it's oh, it's so good. That that guitar riff is just it's so heavy it's probably one of their heaviest riffs they've done besides the song that's playing right now up all night um it's probably one of the heaviest riffs they they've put out it's great i love that song so it's it's great can, so what's your you, number one can you guess what my number one is i i would have guessed man overboard but i mean that's that's out of the picture so i'm gonna i mean i'm hoping it's another neighborhood song just to really throw a wrench in there but uh i'm gonna have to say m&m's okay so I'm gonna I'm just before I even start so I don't forget. I think your number one's either gonna be Even If She Falls or Dysentery Gary. But my number one song is online songs. Oh duh, I should have thought online. Yeah. What the fuck was I thinking? I yeah. don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> of course. God, that song is such a banger. It's ridiculous. It, has it is some of the most subtle Tom noodling that he's like ever done. Oh, it it, it really is. And it's, it's so hard to replicate. Over. It is, and and I think that's one of the reasons why they never played it. And I know the guys in Blink One Fifty Five on their pod when they did that song, they, that's all they were talking about, because they 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 do have a cover section, and every cover they played, the the person playing the guitar couldn't do it right. They just couldn't keep in time, and it's true. I don't know what Tom was doing, or if there was a lot of like like correction in post in the editing, but I don't know. It's I it's I a think tough that song. I think that that riff. He just played it and then asked Travis to play something that went with it. That has to be it. And then Because they've never played, played it, it live. They've never, ever played Can't. it live. Except there there was a rumor that they did play it once, but it, a lot of people think it's like the Mandela effect. Like they think they heard it, but they didn't actually play it. And there's no actual audio or visual visual of them playing it, but it happened apparently back in like 2001, like right after the record came out. But 
Right. Like that riff, you, when you hear it, you instantly think of Toy Page and that era of blank. Yeah. But it's it, not it, that well known of like, it's not like a, a really well played song or, or people don't, people know it, but don't say it when listing mm-hmm. top like blink songs or whatever. But everybody knows it. No, it's a super deep cut. Like you have to be a true head. It's like the second song. song off the album too. I know. Ridiculous. I feel like on, on Toy Page, Anthem Part Two is the first song, and then it goes into online songs. And those because one is a Tom song, and then online songs is a is a Mark song. But it perfectly sets up what where the album's go, going. Ah, oh, fantastic! One thing. two punch. One two punch. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, fantastic song. Now my number one. <laughs> what, what did you, what did you guess? I said even e- even if she falls or dysentery Gary. Even if she falls. Almost broke my top five. Oh, it, it was almost it almost knocked out every time I look for you. But I went back and listened to every time I look for you to make sure I still liked it. Uh, and I it it couldn't do it. But even if she falls, is an honorable mention. But dysentery Gary is not my number one. Oh, what? I mean, I love that song. Don't get me wrong. But Carousel, come on, oh, Carousel is the best fuck. song they've ever written. That was the big thing about my top five too. Was I did not put Carousel in my top five. Why? Because the more I listened to it, the more I thought that it was it was good to great, but not anything better than that. But it is because it, it just shows like a, a young band, you know, not really knowing how to write a song and just, just trying their best and throwing in random parts. But for some reason, it still works really well. I mean, the, the, it opens up with Mark's bass playing, and it's so noodly and, and cheesy, but it's so much fun to listen to. Now, do you like then, the Cheshi or the Buddha version better? The Cheshi version. For sure, the Cheshi version. But and then, and then Tom's riff, you know, going into it is just, it's so classic Blink of that time. I love it. And I love his vocals on it because they're so bad. And, but it's so much fun to sing along to. I think of gas as a treasure to me. No, now that nothing is fray. Fray. <laughs> it's bad, but it's I, I love it. It has so much charm. And watching you know them play it now with Matt is just like, it's so stupid. It just makes no sense as to why they would play this song still without yeah. Tom. That's it's, tough. Stri- it's totally a Tom song. It's tough to watch. It's tough to listen to. But yeah, Carousel is my number one. Fucking amazing song. Yeah, that was that was my big one that I that I um that I was surprised that didn't make it into my top five. You know what almost made it into my top five too? I would say I shouldn't say almost, but like if I had a top eight, this would have made uh-huh. it. But Hungover You from Nine. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> you were I, even when we talked about it, you were praising it. I just even to this day I, I can't get behind that. <laughs> I just can't. Well what what are some of your other honorable mentions then? Uh Carousel and then Feeling This almost made it in there. Okay. Um clearly nothing from California made it on my list. Even to my top fifteen or twenty possibly. <laughs> okay. But yeah, those those three. Uh, all right, well, honorable mentions for me, uh even if she falls, like like you said, I mean that that almost broke my top five. Uh, another one that I know that you you definitely don't agree with me on is "Left Alone" from California. That is easily that is a top ten Blink song. I so, love it's that so song. So crazy. I think it's so. Like you need to get checked so out. Good. There's no way. It's so good. Uh, Untitled from from Dude Ranch, I think is is a is an honorable mention as well as "Wendy Clear" and "Dysentery Gary" from Anima of the State. 
especially Windy Clear. That one doesn't get enough credit. Really doesn't get enough credit. That was a really deep cut, and it's a solid, solid song. So, yeah, th those are my my honorables. All right. The tops. I guess. Yeah, but it's true. I'm right. My honorables are better than your honorables. <laughs> but what are you laughing about? It's true. It's so stupid. I think about it. Oh, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> but I can't help but sing it. <laughs> oh, man, I hate that song, too. <laughs> oh, God, this is bad. Uh, okay, let's get into our album rankings. This is, this is the point where we're going to name all of our rankings, worst to best, and then... Um, and then try to uh, compromise and see if we can come up with a, a compromising. Uh, what am I trying to say? I've been trying to explain it, but I can't. I can't. We're both going to give our rankings uh, and then we're not going to leave until we agree on a master list of their best to worst albums. Yes. This is going to be a tough one. This really it is going to be, be a tough it, one. It could be over in 10 seconds. I don't know. <laughs> I don't true. know. I, I doubt it, but it could. It could. I think it's just going to be like the middle part that we're going to have the, the tough time with. Maybe. We'll see. Because you, you do some stupid things sometimes. So what do you got for uh, for your number nine? So I'm, we're, we're including Buddha on this one too. Yeah. So there you go. No EPs either. Even though those get an honorable mention. I'm just going to do my top nine. I'm going to read them off from nine to one. And then okay. you can do it. I'm going to write down yours too. Okay. And then I have like pieces of paper, which each individual album. And then I'll start setting them up. Then we can just kind of okay. go forward from there and, and plead our cases. So, <laughs> okay. number nine, the worst album, the only bad album they've done, mind you, but that's okay. California. Ooh. Uh, number okay. number eight is Enema of the State. Okay. Number seven is Cheshi. Number okay. six is Buddha. Number okay. Five, what am I on? Six, nine, eight, seven, six. Number five is nine. Five. Number four hell? is Neighborhoods. Number three is Toy Patch. Number two is Dude Ranch. And their best album is their self-entitled album. Toy Patch, Dude Ranch, and then Self-Unentitled. Yes. Right? Oh, boy. Go. Okay, here we go. This is... Oh, man, dude. We're <laughs> going to fight. Okay. Their, uh, their worst album, to me, is nine still. I, I, I tried. Oh, but God. It, it has got better with time. Uh, number eight is California. No, I see how uh, this is going. <laughs> seven is Buddha. Uh, six is Enema of the State. Five is Toy Paj. Take off your pants and jacket. Four is Dude Ranch. Three is Cheshi. Two is Neighborhoods. And my favorite Blink record is Self Unentitled. So yeah, this okay. is this is quite a quite a difference in opinion, for sure. Okay, so we can. I'm just gonna say it right now. There's no fucking way Nine is gonna be their worst album. That's just not gonna happen. <laughs> but why? Because it's not their worst album. I'm okay with putting California down there because California is your second to worst album. And so okay. I'm fine if with California if our if our brackets are are, are matched up right. So self self entitled mm -hmm. is number one, and California is the worst. Okay, that's a fine start. I'm okay with that because I mean that is mine, and you're only you're only sacrificing one spot. But there's no fucking way in hell nine is going to be their worst album because it is not their worst album. I mean, mind you, it has got it has gotten better 
over the couple months it's been out. But I still can't. There, there's still more on California that I enjoy than Nine. There are some good songs on Nine, but California just has has more has better some better songs on it. You know, like Teenage Satellites, Left Alone, Cynical, Bored to Death, and Nine. It has Heaven, which is great. Uh, Dark Side's good, and Happy Days is good. But that's pretty much it. I don't know. I can't really get into to it that much more than that. The other songs are okay to bad. So the difference the difference for me between Nine and California is that California seemed just like like a knee-jerk reaction that they needed to put something out real quick and listening to all the bonus tracks, like the bonus tracks make that album even seem worse than it should be. But and the bonus tracks for that were, were after, the album, they were written and recorded after the album was released. They weren't B-sides. Right, but there's no way that they don't have any kind of riffs going on or, or anything anything kind of going on like that. But even in California, you don't hear, like, Skeebs. You don't, he, he's just, like, non-existent. If he's, if he's there, he sounds just like Mark, just a little bit True. different. yeah. But Nine was the that. only time where I felt like Travis had a real say in kind of what's going on with all the, like, electronic and almost hip-hop beats to it. I feel like mm-hmm. that was very Travis-influenced. And then Skeebs. Skeebs had a bigger role in that part or in that album. And there's so many fucking good songs in it. Like you said, I think the first time is a great song. Happy Days is good. Heaven's good. Dark Side is good. I even come to kind of like blame it on my youth. Oh, dude, I do. Like one of the worst Blink songs. I really that's wish like I Hated You. I think it's solid. Pin the Grenade's got a super fucking catchy chorus to it. Ransom is a great song, even though it's short. And Hung Over <laughs> You. Hung Over You is so I forgot great. about Ransom, too. Yeah. How about, okay, how about this? How about we decide to to keep nine and Cali at the bottom, but we'll put Cali as the worst. So nine, or so nine is so my nine, fifth favorite. I know, and but I, I can't. Get, I honestly, you have to. Okay, how about, how about okay? Hard for me. I, I'm okay with how, putting okay, how nine about, as seven. Wait, okay. Buddha is at your. That's that's number six for you. How about we put? How about we put Cali at the bottom? We put Buddha at eight, and we'll put nine at seven. Does that sound good? The only way, the only reason why I don't like that is because now we're putting Enema above nine, and I, after this whole week, I can't, I, I can't. There's no way I could say that Enema is better. It's than, just, it's just more, it's more iconic. But Enema has some fatal flaws to it. It has some here and there, yeah. But overall, there are way better songs on Enema than there are. I'm not saying Enema is the best because it's not, but it's like because Enema is pretty, pretty low for both of us. Enema for me, I I just I honestly can't put Enema below the Skiba era. I just I can't do it. There's no fucking way. Enema for I'll me, much- like the fatal flaws Enema has is, it's not really that fun, and so it's not really like indicative of Blink at that time. And Travis is too much. I can't stand Travis on Enema. Just do, but he I don't has even some like really it. good parts. I don't like, even like Dumpweed. It. Dumpweed. His playing on that is like one of my favorite drum performances of his. Um, uh, I love his playing on Adam's song. It's really, but really in, good. Even in Dumpweed, if he wasn't such a good drummer, you would almost think like he's losing it at times. Yeah, but and he that doesn't. would be kind of cool if he was playing so fast that he couldn't even like keep time with himself. But he's doing that on purpose, and it's just kind of like the whole cynical thing when he yells. Like it's just, it seems so. I don't. I just don't like it. I don't know. I don't know if you can sway me into into saying that the Skiva era is better. Either one of those is better than. I'm gonna tab. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tab nine at seven. I'll do that. Okay. I, I have the papers all lined up here. So, 
first year we have self-titled at number one and Cali at number nine. Okay, got it. I'm gonna tab nine at seven. I'll leave it right there. Okay, put I'm it, I'm, I'm also writing this it. down right now too. Put a pin in the grenade or what? <laughs> See? See? That's ah, what I'm saying. So many jokes, so many bad jokes. Okay. Got them all. Oh god, here we go. Okay, so seven, again eight, and then nine. So okay, so you see, okay, so nine we're putting Cali at nine. Okay, and then self and untitled. Oh, I love this fucking song. It's so good. This I forgot about this. This is an honorable mention too. This this, this could have broken my top nine. For hey, sure. neighbors is my number four. I, I think it was like your number two or three when we talked about. <coughs> but yeah, okay, so I I honestly I mean Buddha is just like it really is a poor man's version of Cheshi. That's what it is. It's not bad. So you're getting that it's wrong. Just, I don't you're, know you're what your fascination with, with Buddha is. I don't you're getting get that wrong, Tyler and Stan. Tyler, Rebecca, and okay, Stan, well, you're getting that wrong. Buddha is not the poor man's Cheshi. Cheshi is the poor man's Buddha. All the best so songs stupid. were written already when Buddha came out. Your favorite song was written for Buddha. It doesn't matter, and but it sounds it but, it, but it sounds better on Cheshi. But to say Buddha's a poor man's Cheshi, that's just, that's just silly because your favorite song was written for Buddha. That's fine. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm talking generally. I'm not talking about one specific song. One specific song doesn't identify the entire Buddha. album. What? Toasted Bananas is much better on the Buddha version. And and the Cheshi thing just has too many... There's too much talking. There's too much stuff going on that is But isn't, it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny and charming. And, I guess. And in, the context, and in the context of it all, it's, it's just... It's more fun. Like, I don't... I don't know what what you're thinking, man. And Chessy has another big problem for me too, and it's very it's very front heavy. There's a lot of the bangers up in the front, and then when you get to the back, you realize that they're writing the same song over and over and over. Not really. Wasting time is one great. of their best songs. No, come on. Now you're just being silly. Wasting time is a fucking great song. Chessy, I just, mean, like it's aimless and immature, but kind of in a sloppy way. That isn't very that isn't very fun. I I, I can't get with you on that one, man. Ah. Uh, what, so what are your what are you willing to to bring down? Because I, I like I said I can't put Enema below. There's no way. So you got, so you have Cheshi as your number three. Cheshi's my number three, and I have Cheshi as my bottom three. Yeah, but you also have. Buddha. So we we have to we have to put Cheshi somewhere in the middle. We have to meet in the middle with Cheshi. So let's put want to put. I'll, I'm willing to put Cheshi down to down to six. Because I understand where you're coming from at certain points, but I can't. But see, I can't put it at six. We have to put Cheshi at five. We have to put it at five. I'm not, there's, I, you can't put that at five. Because what are you going to put below it? Everything? You're going to put Enema below it, which you agree with. We're going to put Nine below it, which you agree with. Cali below it. Right? So so it's, it'll, it would go, so, it would so, go so nine. It'll be Cali is nine. Eight will be eight will be uh, nine. Uh, seven will be enema. No, okay, that's I, no, there's no way. What do you mean? Because we we tabbed we tabbed nine at number seven already. Before we got into this, no, we, dude, we tabbed, no yes, way. we did. I have it so, sitting I, right I, here. No, I know, I know what you're saying. I know you did do that. I know you tabbed it. I know exactly what you did. But there's just so many, so many better songs off of enema than there are nine. There's not though. There is. It's just like, and it's, it's so much more pure than than what at nine was. Nine was just there was like 
30 songwriters and it wasn't like a band, you know? The only outside that help they had on Enema was Jerry Finn, the producer. But just because there's more songwriters for something doesn't mean that it's it, it, it's any less of an album. But it doesn't make it good either. Like it, it just it, it. You could tell it's too fussed over. Nine is way too fussed over. I, just like California was. Well, California's just not good because Schemes had like zero part in it. At least all three of the members, you can clearly hear their influence on this. You can hear parts of what little I've heard from Alkaline Trio. You can hear things from Alkaline Trio being put into Nine. You can hear Travis's influence in the hip-hop realm and the electronic stuff in Nine. You can't hear any of that in Cali. You just hear stupid songs that they thought were kind of cool, but they're not. Especially now that I've gone back and listened to Bored to Death. I hate that song. I can't stand oh, that song. Oh, you don't hate that song. It's garbage. I only listen to that oh, song because I like the breakdown. And then furthermore, when you listen to the acoustic version of that song, <laughs> and, then Matt says, version sucks. and then Matt says that whole, the picture in Mark's head are always fading... Gross. Yeah. Fucking disgusting. It grosses me out. It's so nasty. Why? Because why it's does so that, why is it stupid. So it's just like, bro, if you don't want to be here, then don't be here. <laughs> God. It's so stupid. <laughs> All right. Here's, okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Here, here's what I'm gonna do. What are you gonna do? Because you did you did move Cali down one, so that way nine's not the worst, because not anywhere near the worst, but I'm yeah. down with Cali, Buddha, nine as a bottom three. Cali, Buddha, nine as the bottom three. Even though I don't like Buddha there, okay. but let's, I'm, let's let's do it. Okay, I can live with that. So Cali is nine, Buddha is eight, nine is seven. Yes, and then Enema six. I'm okay with that, just because I do think Cheshi Neighborhoods, Toy Patch Dude, and Self Title are better. So I'm okay with that. Okay, so I'm writing this down too. Nine is Cali. Number eight, Buddha, is Buddha. Okay, number seven is is uh, nine. Number six is Enema, correct? Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I didn't like that last. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded more I intense than I remembered that. it. <laughs> I know. I totally forgot about that. But I kind of like it more with that that it's there. I kind of like the song more now. Ah, uh, maybe Cali should be higher now because of six eight. There's no way Cali's are <laughs> Cali's the only bad album they've done. It's not, but I'm willing to compromise. This is what this is what this is for. And hopefully, any Nation member, Blink One Fifty Five Nation members listening, will agree. This is the, that the, I'm right. The next three are going to be like impossible for us to to get behind. Okay, so what do we have? Uh, five. We had. I had Toy Page and you had nine. So we're on. Uh, we're on four right now. We're doing four, three, two. And that's it. No, we're doing five. Five, four, three, two. No, we already have five. Cheshi's five. Where's Cheshi? Oh, Cheshi's five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm okay with that. I forgot we we did that. <laughs> okay. So four, three, and two we have. Uh, we have. So we have what we have left because we like we said we agreed on the self ended titles number one. Uh, so. F- we have Dude Ranch, Toy Page, and Neighborhoods. Neighborhoods right? to rank, yes. Which is crazy okay. because I think like all three of those are so iconic of where they were at the time. Like the best mm-hmm. of that era. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Toy Page. Um, so for me, Dude Ranch was number two. Their their second best album they've ever done. Because like you, who likes Cheshi so much, 
I think they they did that sound that Cheshi had, that kind of like uh, garage rock, best friends making music sound, but they took it a little bit more serious, but not in a yeah. serious sense where they had to sit down and they made each other write songs. They just said, hey, dude, we we can write pretty good songs. Let's see if we can do like a whole album actually for reals this time. And they did it. And they did it with Dude Ranch. And not only yeah. did they do it, but they fucking killed it. Like, this was like almost like a Pinkerton status. Like, they came out and they no. wrote something that was so unbelievable. No, 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 no. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna compare a blink album to Pinkerton you're gonna have to say it's self entitled just 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 so just because like how how much better it was from their previous one but but also look at the context like yeah blink had put out several more records prior to self unentitled and Weezer had only put out one prior to Pinkerton but they were both like at their peak you know they, they were at their peak during toy Page as was Weezer was at their peak during Blue. So it's I, I would compare those two more because they're both darker, they're slower. They're a huge departure from what the band was doing prior to that. Like, context-wise, I agree. But like what I'm saying is is when when Cheshi was out, Cheshi was fantastic. Everybody loved it. It had some surprisingly really fucking good songs on. But then they came out with Dude Ranch, and it was more refined, like Pinkerton kind of was. It was more Pinkerton wasn't refined. Pinkerton was a yes, it was, was a raw kind of mess. But that's why but it in a was good way. refined, because they no. R- Rivers knew. We're not gonna get in too much into Pinkerton, but Rivers <laughs> knew what he how to write songs for him, and that's what he did, and that's what Dude Ranch is. It's them writing songs for themselves, not just sloppy, stupid skits and, and kid music like Blue was. Blue's like fucking child music compared to Pinkerton, just like Cheshi is child music to Dude Ranch. But Dude Ranch still has like moments where it is pretty cheesy and stupid. Sure. Pinkerton doesn't really have that. Pinkerton's got some cheesy moments to it. Barely, bar- like maybe during like El Scorcho, like when Matt Sharp is like doing the the scream or like the high pitched voice. Yeah. But other than that, there's one. No. Right off the top of your head, you already got one. See. <laughs> but that's it. That's the only example. Or maybe like the chainsaw at the beginning of Get You. But Dude Ranch was my number two, and it was your number four. Uh yeah, correct. But Correct. I was I was I was back and forth with these three too. Like all the whole time Toy Patch Neighborhood and Dude Ranch, I kinda went back and forth between which one I should put higher than the other one. Ultimately uh, Toy Patch did fall for me one spot. Toy Patch has always been like my second one at least. But yeah, now it's number or, three. But Toy Patch was, was your number one for a long time too. Yeah, for a very, very long time. Okay. And I think Toy Patch um, again, just like I'm going to keep going, but just like Jesse to Dude Ranch, Enema to Toy Page, like Travis, and they all got together and they finally made it click. Yeah. With Enema, for okay. me, how much I don't I dislike that album is because they have really great songs and hooks and melodies, but it's just, it's just so vanilla. It's just so plain. It's just plain old people, which is fine. <laughs> it's fine. But we just heard that with Buddha, Jesse, Dude Ranch. And now Anima, and then you throw like a really good drummer in there comparatively to them, and he kind of like ruins it. It's just annoying. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that one, but I, I'm okay. How about we do? How about for number three we do? Let's do Dude Ranch for number three. Does that sound good? Then what do you got for number two? Neighborhoods. 
And then number four is Toy Page. It's Toy Page. Four would four would be Toy Page. Let me see how this would you looks. would you accept that? What do you think? I'm glad we have music playing in the background because there are some good silence. There's yeah, some good silence. Except we just I just got through telling everybody how much I don't like this album and that's what's playing, <laughs> so that's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, Windy Clear is so good. <clears throat> See, Anima's the same way too. Anima's like really front heavy. I just God, I just don't like Anima that much at all. It's not front heavy because like it is. Mutt and Windy Clear. There are deep Mutt cuts and Windy though, Clear. But those aren't popular and, and songs. People party don't like song. those songs. Party song, Mutt and Windy Clear. Fucking solid Blink songs. People don't like those songs. Who Nobody can, likes I mean, those songs. Deep cuts are tend to be better, you know, than than the singles. Yeah, for, for and Blink is like a good us, example of but that. Nobody likes those songs. I don't even like. But those we're not songs talking anymore. about other people. We're talking about you and I. I don't like that album at all. <laughs> so we got self. So for what you would want, self-titled for their number one, Neighborhoods, Dude mm-hmm. Ranch, Toy Page. See, the only reason why I can't put Neighborhoods that high is just because. It's a Tom album that features Mark, and okay. it's not. It's just not. It's not Blink Honest for me, like the way Dude Ranch and Toy Patches. Well, just because it's not Blink Honest the way you want it to be doesn't doesn't necessarily take away from the songs themselves because the songs themselves are still solid. And Travis Travis's performance on Neighborhoods I think is is really really good, especially from what he's done like since then. You know, with California and Nine. Like his stuff on, on neighborhoods is is kind of, is pretty unique to even to himself, and it really shows his chops. But he doesn't he doesn't overdo it as much as he has in the past and since. I mean, I agree. But, I th- I think Travis does really well in neighborhoods, much like he did on Toy Page and Self Titled. But there's only two albums that they've ever done that I just don't think are blink honest. And one is Cali, and the other one is Neighborhoods. But see, I I like I. Like I've said in the past, I Mark's kind of absence on neighborhoods, I think, is because he's not a strong songwriter anymore, and I feel like he has self-esteem—not self-esteem, but like he has issues with n- not being good enough. So he he kind of lets other people write for him, and that's why we have what we have in Kelly and in, in Nine because he doesn't trust his own songwriting, so he hires dozens of other people to come co-write the music with him. I agree. I, I agree with that. That's why I don't think Neighbors should be number two. But the the songwriting's still so strong from Tom and Travis that that it still holds it still holds strong. I don't think I this mean, is yeah, anywhere near like Travis's lower top three on... albums that he's done. The only well, reason I mean, I why you... that for me this is so high is because the melodies are there and Tom singing. He kind of does all of the eras of Tom, right? You know, he does, yeah, he does. Like the early kind of like whiny, who makes up all the rules type of stuff. <laughs> and then also all the way to like Angels and Airwaves. Like everything we hear is, is that. But it's, it's also very similar to Angels and Airwaves. And the reason why it bothers me and why I put it as number four is because of the fact that it's not like a group effort and you can hear it. I can hear the fact that it's not a group effort. And I don't. But I, I, don't I also like think, that. I think you're you're going into this biased because you know that it wasn't really a group effort, because it's well known that they wrote this album separately from one another and they emailed it to one another. So it, you you you're going into that knowing that, but and that also doesn't necessarily make it bad because look like an, like a good example of it working well, really well, is the postal service. 
they wrote all that music separately and they they mailed it to each other. But they started that group knowing they were going to do that. Every yeah, other so album up until every, what well, does matter because every other album up until now. I mean, even though some albums are also, you know, Tom Heavy or Mark Heavy or some songs or this or that, whatever it is, but it just always seems so natural. And that's what made Blink so great was Tom and Mark's going together, but being kind of opposites. And I guess we can talk more about self-titled as our album of the week because there's fantastic stuff in there. But <laughs> Neighborhoods, you just don't, you don't hear like the give and take. It's just all take from Tom. And then Mark is just like desperately trying to keep up. And you can hear it. You can hear it coming, even going back into other albums. You can hear they're both contributing equally. Maybe some songs are better than the other, but whatever. But Neighborhoods, you can clearly tell that Mark is just not, he's just not into it. And the songs that he does, like the MH4, whatever that song is. Yeah. Like, it's a cool song, but the more I listen to it, I only like it so much is because it's a Mark song. And I was like, oh, dude, I need to hear some Mark tracks from this Blink album because it's been so Tom heavy. And that song is okay. It's not like a great Mark song. It's just one of like the few Mark songs on there that would give me a break from all of the Tom. Okay, fair. I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I don't necessarily agree with all of it, but because I think you're going into it too biased. And I feel like Tom has been the stronger songwriter since the self unentitled self unentitled era. That's when you kind of see Mark being too too scared to write a song, you know, and it. Self Entitled is still a very heavy Tom uh, yeah, album. I agree. You know, so I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't. I don't agree with it just because they've made greatness prior to that, and, and it being Tom heavy. But I'm willing. I'm willing to drop Neighborhoods down to three. What would you put at two? Dude Ranch. I'd put Dude Ranch Ooh. at two over Toy Patch. But see, on your list, you put Dude Ranch over Toy Patch. So yeah. So this is where we have to come with the compromise to put neighborhoods above Toy Patch because I'm not going to put Toy Patch above neighborhoods. Oh man, that, that album has always been my minimum top two. I know it has, except for I, this time, and now it's number three. It fell one spot. I can't believe it fell to Dude Ranch. But oh, look! Look what's coming. Because I mean, right well, because I mean, okay, look, look at my look at look at my rankings. Uh, oh, this is a good song, but um. Okay, so my Dude Ranch was at four. four. So I'm bringing Dude Ranch up to two for you. So you have to put Neighborhoods down to... Th- you have to put Neighborhoods to three. You have to go up one because I went up two. That, that has to be the compromise. So let's see. So that would make self-entitled Dude Ranch, Neighborhoods, Toy Page, Cheshire, Enema, Nine, Buddha, Cali. Nine, Buddha, Cali, Yeah. Because it, that that would be that would have to be the compromise. Because I'm 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 raising mine two, and you're only lowering yours one. So you're actually getting the better deal out of this. That is true. Don't forget, I dropped nine down to second to last. True, but the top three mean way more than the bottom three. Because in the end, the bottom three are generally okay to bad. So the top three are always more important in any scenario. Man, I just wish you liked nine more. Nine, nine, like you, having nine as nine for you. Nine. Just <laughs> it just shows me that you're never gonna really listen to it. Like I don't. Okay. I don't. I listen to the Cali up until once up until week. yesterday. Nine was at number eight, but today I you I liked did a, it more and then dropped it. I dropped it. I dropped it. What? Dropped it yesterday. 
because it was at number eight all week and i had to drop it because there's more there's just more on kelly i like but it, it was at number eight yeah I'll so that's why i was way. that's why but that's also why i was more willing to put nine up higher i gave you the benefit there and i put it up higher because it, it, it was, it, Callie and Nine were, were really a back and forth. And to me, Buddha was a throwaway. So Buddha was my throwaway. Because I don't really care for, I don't really go back and listen to Buddha very often. I mean, I like it, but I don't go back to it. That's true. So that, that was my throw. So that was my, my thing I could use. Because I knew you were going to put that higher. So I was going to use that as a leverage. Okay, so you did your list just based off of what you think my list is gonna be? No, 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 no. I just, I just knew because I knew where where Buddha stood for me, but I knew where I also kind of had a vague idea of where it stood for you. So I knew I could use it against you, and I'm I was willing to throw it away. Okay, that's how compromises work. So I, I'm, I think o- we have I'm to, okay with this. We have to put Dude Ranch at two and Neighborhoods at three, and then Toy Page at four. That's the only fair way to do it. All right, I'm good with that. You good with it? Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe you said neighborhoods is better than than Toy Pesh. I never <laughs> thought I'd see the day. Never ever thought I would see that day. That is brings it brings a tear to my eye. Really I mean, my my does. my top four were or my top three at least were a hard three, like self entitled Dude Ranch and Toy Pesh. Like neighborhoods on my list had no chance of breaking the top three, just because those other three albums were just they were too good. But given putting Toy Patch under neighborhoods, even though it pains me, it kills me. <laughs> I'm okay with it, as long as Nine isn't your worst album. <laughs> I like how the song is playing, like a really sad song is playing because you're so sad. So when you're like dead it, and gone, <laughs> <laughs> it worked out so well. That was great. Yeah. Okay. It's not so. Right. <laughs> so just to run through it real quick in case you, nobody's been listening uh worst album is cali this is our compromise worst album is cali actually let's i have an idea while we run through it let's name our like our top two songs yeah. and maybe like our our worst songs on that oh okay each, on each album oh, I'd so you best and worst yeah, like the best and worst from each okay. so in our compromise of the nine albums uh Number nine is California. That we we've compromised and said that this is the worst Blink album. Uh, what would be your two, your two best and two worst? We're doing two best and two worst, or best two and best worst? and two worst. Okay. Uh, so my favorite on Cali it still is Cynical. That's my favorite out. Al- my favorite song. Um, my kind of second favorite song has kind of been Teenage Satellites. I guess this week. Okay. Uh, two two worst ones, one in Los Angeles. That song is terrible. That's like one of the worst <laughs> things Blink has ever done, ever. Los Angeles, Ugh. when will you save me, get Los it, Angeles? But then <laughs> uh, so another one that it's not their worst song, but this one I used to like, but now I don't like almost at all. But it's bored to death. It's just stupid, it's just dumb. Wow. It's just not a good song. The breakdown's cool. The little bridge part's fun. And you just wait for that part to be there. Mm-hmm. But the song's not very good. Okay. okay fair enough. Fair enough. Um, my my top two have to be left alone. Uh, I mean, that's, like I said, the perfect fucking, the perfect song. And honestly, I'm shocked that it, it is that good. Another sad song. Look at that. Uh, 
and my second is Teenage Satellites. I think that's one of the catchiest songs on the record, and it's fun, and it's not overly cheesy like the other ones are. Uh, my bottom two are Los Angeles, like like you said, one of the worst songs they've ever put out, and uh, California, the song California. <laughs> the it's regional so bad. songs. <laughs> what? The regional songs. The regional songs, absolutely. Here's to you, California. Terrible. Um, beige Little Boxes. But, oh, uh, <laughs> so stupid! <laughs> it's, it makes no sense. And I remember, like on the Blink One Fifty Five pod, when they did that, when they did the California song, they were just ripping into the beige little boxes lyrics because it just it doesn't make any fucking sense. What does that even mean? <laughs> I know it's like it a post nothing. office, like what, yeah, UPS <laughs> store. What is he talking about? It's so dumb. All right, um, number eight, we compromised and went with uh, Buddha. They're Technically, according to Mark, it's their first album, even though it's really a demo. But I didn't really want to add this to the to the list, but it's there. So, what are your top two on Buddha? Uh, top two is, is Toast and Bananas. I think is their best song from Buddha and Cheshi. But mm-hmm. I also kind of like um, Twenty One Days as of as of late. Okay, that's good. It's a good pick. Yeah. Two worst songs. Right. I don't like strings. Really? You, do you like the one on uh, on uh, Cheshire? You don't like the one on Cheshire either? No, not really. I just and then my pet Sally, I think, is a dumb song. <laughs> Ooh, the Nation members are gonna get mad at it's you. Just, it's just stupid. <laughs> okay, uh, top two on Buddha. I don't want to say Carousel because that's an easy one and that's gonna be on my Cheshire, but so I'm gonna not do that. But Twenty One Days, I like and. Probably trying to avoid uh, Cheshire ones on here, but I'll probably go with Point of View. Point of View. It'll be, yeah, it'll be 21 Days in Point of View. And then my bottom two, Transvestite. That song is just stupid. <laughs> it's, it's like, even taking the lyrics out, it's just a, it's just a bad song. Like, it's dumb. That and then uh, Reebok Commercial. I just don't like Reebok Commercial. It's it's so, so in. I don't know. It's just not good. It's a bad song. And I can't believe it lasted this, that they re-recorded this song from their original demo. But what are you going to do? Lose okay, number mind. seven. Number seven, what Jeff and I compromised on was uh, Blink-182's album nine, their ninth album, their newest album. So what are your two faves and your two stinkers? Hungover You is, is definitely my favorite song from this album. Almost like, like I said, it's almost in like my top seven Blink. And then the other song I really like, I really like Happy Days. I think it's a cool song. I think it's fun. I think it's catchy. Kaylee really likes it a lot. She was singing it. And <laughs> I remember I, when the, what? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I remember when the Happy Days song came out before the album did and we both listened to it and we just shit on yeah, it so it. bad. But it, it's grown. That song's grown on YouTube. But continue. Sorry. And then he did the, the the lyric video. Remember for Genius lyrics, and it was so awkward to see him sitting. Oh there. yeah, so bizarre. It was weird. <laughs> was, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, this album was a shit show. Two. My two worst are none because it's perfect. No, shut the fuck up. Get out of no, here. I'm just kidding. Um, probably generational divide. I think it's kind of dumb. It's just. Like the built this pool type of thing, it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know why they did that. And then okay. probably uh, some on some emo shit. 
really that that's a that's a low one for you I'm yeah i i mean i really like i really like nine this was my number five album so i really like yeah, this album true. if i had to pick two that i didn't like black rain's kind of lame but that's a good scheme song it's just different it, it's sound, yeah. it's more in alkaline trio exactly vein than anything which exactly. I, I i liked i thought that was cool all right my oh this is a good song too um my my two faves my two bangers uh heaven i think heaven is it's a plus 44 song it's great it sounds so good i love it um my other banger on nine is it's either it's either happy days or dark side but i'm leaning more toward happy days so yeah heaven and happy days are my two bangers my two stinkers have to be um blame it on my youth i think that song is awful it's so (laughs) bad and uh, I really wish I hated you. I think that song is really, really bad too. And even the band don't even like that song, but they still play it. They're fucking idiots. Okay. But yeah, that, that that's that's nine for me. Uh, the number six album that we that we agreed on was Enema of the State. So what do you got for your your two bangers and your two stinkers? Uh, two bangers. Number one, give me the party song. That's like arguably the only song I can still listen to on here. I started to like Adam's song more as of recent years, but mm-hmm. even that, I just it kind of just gets boring after a while. Yeah, it's debatable, but okay. But everything else, I think, is just whatever's. Aliens Exist is my first stinker. The live versions is so much better. I don't like the intro to it at all on the album. I think it's so stupid. It just irritates me. <laughs> and the other song that I don't really like, almost like at all, it's arguably one of maybe even like their second worst song they've ever done is all the small things. Yeah. Okay. Barf. It's understandable. Understandable. Uh, my two bangers off of Anima the state are Wendy clear and dysentery Gary Two great deep cuts and the best on the record. Uh, especially the organ and Wendy clear. I love that part so much. Like the latter half of that song with, with all the organ playing, it's, it's so subtle, but it's there and it adds so much to it. Uh, my two stinkers, if I want to call them stinkers, which I don't want to, uh, would be all the small things and anthem part, an anthem, just anthem. Yeah, all the small things and anthem. Those are my two. Uh, Damn, stinkers. dude, just like the difference from Enema and Toy Paz, right? Ending on anthem and then coming in with anthem part two, because anthem's just mm-hmm. like about partying and, and being a kid. Anthem part two comes in and they, like, holy shit, dude, Blink One Eighty Two, that goofy band. Now they're talking about politics. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, wow, unbelievable, the jump right there. We're fucked up. You're to blame. Oh, so good. It's just, <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, like, it mind-blowing. Really it is. Is it? I don't know about that. Well, uh, number five, we agreed on uh, Cheshire Cat or Cheshi. That's our number five. So what are your two uh, two bangers and two stinkers on this one? Uh, I do like the carousel version on Cheshi better than the Buddha version. Not oh, by okay. a lot, but I like it better. Uh, so Cheshire's going to yeah. be in there. And then Peggy Sue. Peggy Sue's been another song oh, as of recently that I really, really like. Okay. All right. Um, two banger. I love Peggy Sue. That's a, that's a, that's a, like a, like a hidden gem it's in their subtle, discography. It's that subtle melody that, that's yeah. kind of like in the chorus that really does that, it for me. That, that bridge too with the, the bass and then it plays for a while and then Tom, Tom comes in. Why don't you take off your shoes? Walk barefoot down the street. It's like it's so dumb, but it I love it. But uh, my two bangers on on Cheshire are you know Carousel, the best song they've ever written, 
and then wasting time. I know Jeff, you don't like that, but no, I wasting, like wasting time, time. I think time has one much. of the a really great riff, a great melody. Uh, it has like the pop punk like kind of break, and um, it's good. And then at the very end, he says, "Should I do another one high, another one low?" I don't know why I've always <laughs> liked that. And uh, my two stinkers are probably depends and Romeo and Rebecca. Those are my my two my two stinkers if I want to call them stinkers. But all the, I do like the very ending of Depends with all the, the little skits. Who taught you how to throw a dick down the stairs? Like, it's so stupid. I love it. Those are my stinkers. Actually, not I, Depends and, and Benoit Balls are my two stinkers. Benoit Balls has enough, like, ridiculousness that it, it's still... Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> not far. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> it's so childish. It's, it's the first time! I worried third best oh no it's not but uh number four what you and i agreed upon was take off your pants and jacket or toy page what do you got for your bangers and your stinkers on this one um so number one is gonna be online songs that's that's their best song on here but also i i do agree i think that um uh, every time i look for you is is their second best song on this album i think it's fantastic mm-hmm. okay uh, I I almost agreed with you. Oh, what are, you, what are your stinkers? I'm sorry. Uh, stinkers. I don't. It's a dumb reason, but I don't like Anthem Part Two that much because I was listening to that song when I got pulled over one time and I got a ticket for speeding. <laughs> 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 but it turned into like this huge thing because I had just put on Enema and I was going from our house or Toy Pash. No, I put on Enema because I was going to listen to it back to back on the way to school, on the way to college, Fullerton College. Mm-hmm. And I went from Anaheim, where we used to live, and I was driving all the way to Fullerton. And so I was almost there, but I guess the the cop had like put his sirens on or put his lights on. And I, I had the music up so loud, I didn't even notice. <laughs> and then I listened to Anthem, and then it bled into Anthem Part 2. And that's when I finally noticed. And he said he was following me for a solid like five minutes with like sirens were going, <laughs> lights were going. He said that he even called in like this was a chase. And I was like, dude, I'm just listening to Blink. I'm sorry. And he kind of like, he kind of like giggled. He said, I'm, I'm, he said, I'm for sure giving you a ticket. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> but that's like the only reason why I don't, I don't particularly like that song because I got a ticket. And then I was late for school and that was this big thing and it was really irritating me. Oh, but that's like so... the only reason why. But, uh, I think I, I if I had to like choose one, I would probably say "Shut Up." Really? Oh. Yeah. Either that or "Happy Holidays, You Bastard." Okay. Everything else I think is just absolutely perfect. Okay, I, I almost agreed with you on the bangers for this one. Uh, every time I look for you, obviously the best on it. Um, I would say online songs, but listening through, and especially with the bonus songs. I had to go with what went wrong. I know it's a bonus song on this record, but I I love Tom's acoustic playing on it. I love the tone of the guitar on that song, and it's 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 a very sincere song for the band at this time. And I don't know, I love I love his vocals on it too. It, it's a great great song. So those are my two bangers. It's my a good two, song. it's fucking great, and it's like nobody knows about it. It sucks. Like it, it's great. But uh, my two stinkers, if I want to call them stinkers, would be "Story of a Lonely Guy." That's always uh, been the song I've, everybody, I've skipped. Like people generally don't like that song that much. But if you can get past like the first thirty seconds, that stupid intro, 
<laughs> there is some good stuff. And then Travis gets into that really cool groove, and before it kicks in with the bada part, the dadas, yeah. he does that one-two with the bass and the snare. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so nasty. Every time, I've ever since I was a kid, like the the first the first thing Tom says in that song is "push it out, <laughs> fake a smile." I've always thought pooping. like uh, pooping. Yeah, every time I think like somebody like pooping where they're not supposed to be pooping, and then turning around and grinning at you, like they know that you're watching. Every time <laughs> I fucking hear that, I think of that, and I laugh to myself, or I laugh out loud if somebody's with me, and then I have to explain to them why I'm laughing, and it's so stupid. But anyway, yeah. Story of a Lonely Guy is one of my stinkers, and um, Stay Together for the Kids is another one of mine. It, those are the two that I've always, if I skip a song on the album, those are the two that I skip. Okay. Just, both are good, but just not not the best. Uh, number three, here we go. We're almost done. Uh, number three is Neighborhoods. We agree that Neighborhoods is better than Toy Patch. Uh, so this one really hurts Jeff. <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, listen to the lyrics. Yeah. Did we just yeah. listen to hear this song? We did before we started the pod, huh. but I reset the when when we started this one. I reset the shuffle. Gotcha. Okay. But, uh, neighborhoods. What do you got? Top yeah, two for neighborhoods. Um. So kaleidoscope that was in my top five best songs that they've done. I also think that wishing well is great. Um, there's a bunch of other songs on here too that I think are absolutely fantastic. But I guess those two will be my my tops. Wishing Well and Kaleidoscope. My bottom two, I still don't really like Ghost on the Dance Floor. I don't think it's very <sighs> good. I think it's kind of just lame. And then You're my other crazy. one is, is, is Love is Dangerous. I think Tom sings so <laughs> dumb in there. Love. So stupid. Oh, I love it so much. Because Love is Dangerous. We know that, Jeff. Uh, my, uh, my two bangers on this one, Even If She Falls. I mean, this is almost the top. I don't want to listen to this interlude. That's stupid. Whoa. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, my bangers, even if she falls, and I would have to say probably Ghost on the Dance Floor. Yeah, I'd say Ghost on the Dance Floor, my two bangers. And then, oh, and those are the two songs that are only credited to Tom, too. Look at that. Uh, two stinkers, even if I want to call them stinkers, which I don't want to, are uh, Love is Dangerous and Fighting the Gravity. Still great songs, but... Yeah, they're 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 at the bottom of the list. I don't think so. In our in our one two three four, I don't think there are any stinkers. Mm-hmm. I think there are stinkers on Cheshi, Enema, Nine, Buddha, and Cali, but the top four don't have any stinkers. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I agree for the most part on that. Definitely the top three. I don't think there are any stinkers on them. You think there's stinkers on Toy Page? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, top Fine. top four, Son yeah, top four. I Paul I. I apologize. You got my so yeah, blood boiling. No <laughs> <laughs> You're already so mad that neighborhoods is about to. I know, it kills me. But you know, I know how to. I know how to strike a deal. I guess. <laughs> um, number two, we decided <laughs> that. Jesus Christ! Number two, <laughs> we decided <laughs> you need to relax. That was the last one for real. <laughs> that's what you got to do. God. Um, Dude Ranch is number two for us. That's what we decided upon. Uh, so let's go with the um, the bangers and stinkers for you. What do you got? Uh, Bangers, Dick Lips, and Emo are my two bangers. Wait, which ones? Dick Lips and Emo. Oh, okay. Emo, we didn't even talk about that before. I know. That's a fantastic back and forth, too, with them. It's amazing. That's the one that I rediscovered, like, in the last few years, and I forgot how great it was. Like, the 
Yeah, like you said, the back and forth are fantastic. Um, I think my two stinkers, I, I don't think they're stinkers, but if I had to just pick two, apple shampoo and probably lemmings. Okay. I think are are the most okay songs on the album. I'm almost there with you on, on that, for sure. Uh, my bangers are Pathetic, uh, a perfect song. And I know I said I like Voyeur a lot, but Untitled is probably my second favorite on this one. Yeah, Pathetic and Untitled, um, two stinkers if I want to call them stinkers. Uh, I'm Sorry is definitely one. Um, and Lemmings as well. Lemmings. Yeah. I, apple Shampoo is almost there. It's almost there. I just don't know why people like Apple Shampoo so much. I just I don't get it. I think that's what bothers me a lot too is, is people like the songs on Dude Ranch that are meant to be filler songs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. kind of just, I don't know, maybe they're just, they don't want to admit that the bangers are actually true bangers <laughs> and they're trying to pretend there are deep cuts on here because it's really not. On, I mean, Dude Ranch face values, it is what it is. You get what you get don't say that. That and you don't throw a fit. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. It is what don't, it is. You don't, get what that you get. It doesn't mean anything. It does. Uh, it means that this is what it is. No, Jeff. That's what it, it is. It's what it is. No, it isn't. Okay. Let's move on to our number one. Untitled. Easily. The self Untitled is their greatest record. Greatest record of all time. Not, no, actually, I have to take that back. It's not the greatest record of all time, but it's the best in their discography. Uh, what do you got for bangers and what do you have for stinkers? Or what we would consider stinkers in this scenario? So bangers... As- Asthenia has, has kind of always been like my favorite song on this album, and I still think it is. I think mm-hmm. it's fantastic. I think it's really cool. It kind of gives you that feeling of of what he's trying to do and trying to. He's he's in space and he's lost, and all he wants to do is come home, but he's so far away, and it's just really sad and just kind of like like mentally, that's what he's feeling at the time. Tom, regarding Tom, yeah. And my other song that I really like is just. I mean, it's nostalgic. It throw it takes me back to the first time I heard this. But feeling this, feeling this. God, that song is so good. I remember the first time we had found—I don't know if you remember—but in high school we found like a like a portable radio at lunch one time, and I took it. Did we? I don't remember this. No. Yeah, I took it, and then I remember listening to it in third period, Mr. Ortega's class history <laughs> with John. We sat in the back because K Rock were saying they were going to release a new Blink track, and it was feeling this, and so we each shared. We each had one butt in. And we turned it on and we were listening to it and like trying to keep our giggles down, just how fucking cool that song was. <laughs> and to this day, when I hear it, I still think it is just as cool as the first time I ever heard it. It's such a unique song, not not even to Blink, but just in general. There was nothing then that sounded like it, or even to this day, like no band has been able to replicate what Blink did in this song this well. Yes. It's it's like it's almost like a chaotic song. Like there's so many different things going on. Like Mark is playing a pretty straightforward bass line, but then Tom is doing this this really kind of wonky, kind of almost off time riff, and then Travis comes in with this like these like phase drums. Wild, or these. Yeah, like these they're super loud, but they're not like overly compressed. Like it <clears throat> like a perfect tone. And it's pretty simple. Like, Travis's drumming is actually fairly simple throughout this whole song. Yeah, he pretty much plays the entire. That that one beat throughout the entire song. Yeah, damn, that song but is good. It is. Um, my two bangers, always. It, it, like I, I said earlier, always is just. There's so many cool things that the band had never done, 
that they did on this song. And another one, my, my second favorite is Asthenia. Um, I, I agree with like a lot of things, everything that you said about this song. And I felt like if, if Blink had continued on after this album, like immediately after, instead of breaking up, the music would have sounded more like Asthenia. Like Asthenia was that, was the one song that would have been the stepping stone into the next Blink record. Cause it's still, it had a lot of angels and airwaves elements to it with a lot of like the, the, the flange and there's some like echo going on or delay. I'm sorry. And uh, even his vocals too are kind of like angels and airwaves in this one and that one. Um, but my two stinkers, if I got, Oh, what were your stinkers? I'm sorry. Um, probably all of this and lost without you. I think lost without you just goes on for a little bit too long, but I, I do like it, but I mean, I don't, I don't think there's stinkers, but I would choose those two if I had to. Okay. Uh, I, I agree with you uh, with I'm lost without you. I would, yeah, this is, it's a skippable track. Like if it's, if it comes like on a playlist, I'd, I'd skip it. But in the context of the album, I'll finish through with it. Um, and then probably maybe <laughs> either the, between the fallen interlude and all of this. I mean, I like both of those songs and I know you hate, you really actually don't like all of this. I I I like it now. This like this it. week I've actually come to like it a lot more. And I actually like um what's his name Robert I like Robert I like his singing in that too. I like it. I think it flows really well. How times have changed. Yeah. I thought for sure he'd be like I don't like it the part 2 live version. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that that petty. Uh live in Chicago. Uh but I mean, if I could, I would have chosen not now. But it technically wasn't part of the album. But anyway, do we have? Do we want to do anything else with this Blink Bonanza, or should we just kind of wrap it up? We've been going for a little while now. One but. thing I noticed, just real quick, about self self entitled. I I just I've noticed. Have you seen those like memes that go around and it's it's a grid and there's nine squares. Mm-hmm. And it'll have like true neutral in the mi- middle, and then above it'll be like chaotic neutral, and then like good neutral. You know what I'm talking about? Actually, no, I haven't seen that. I thought you were talking about like there was the four, and then one would say like LinkedIn, one would say Facebook, Instagram, and and Tinder, and then they'd put like a, a picture of what like a, a band or something. Okay, I don't know what yeah. the fuck you're talking about, but yeah, never mind. So like what I'm talking about is. Memes are is dumb. Like every situation or every person kind of falls into like a category, just a way to categorize people and things. And like right in the middle is just like true neutral, like nothing affects you. But there's also like chaotic neutral, and there's just a bunch of different things. I'll, I'll send it to you after we're done here. But I think self self entitled had some really cool stuff in regards to Mark being like the neutral to Tom. And if it wasn't for Mark this album would have spun out of control faster and would just been, it would have been too chaotic and kind of hard to follow. But because Mark is like that rock to Tom, but on the same coin too, like just listening to Mark be boring the whole time would be fucking boring as shit. And it'd be terrible. But also that you can't discount the fact that Mark really, really honed in Tom's craziness. And especially like in feeling this, like that first track, like you really hear Tom just going nuts. And then, Mark's 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 verse in that is just very monotone, very calm. But you need that, and like this is the only time that they've ever done that where it works and it's been necessary. Yeah, 
You're absolutely right. It was the perfect push and pull of the of the two of them. I mean, you, you got to see Pure Tom and Boxcar Racer prior to this album, and it's great. I mean, I love that album. But, I mean, bringing Mark into it and really holding him back a little bit, but holding him back in a, in a positive way. It just, it worked so well on this record. Really, really did. The best, but, Jerry, the best. Yes, exactly, exactly. But uh, I think that's about it. Uh, we we went we went pretty we went, actually went deeper than I thought we were gonna get, which is good. I like it. All right, well that's it. That this is this has been our 182nd episode of Asinine Radio, so that's pretty cool too. Um, even though most of our episodes are no longer available, um, do you say it is really cool? Do you say this is our 182nd episode, or do you say this is episode 182? <laughs> Uh, this is episode 182. That's how you should say it, because... Or you can say this is episode 182. Yes, this is episode 182 of Asinine Radio. It's exciting. So thank you all for joining our Blink Bonanza. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, and just know that we're our opinions are right. They're fact. Biblical, They're baby. They are. Uh, so that's it. That's all. Thank you all for listening to the to the pod go to itunes go rate review and subscribe to us on there follow us on social media at asinine radio and i don't know what we're doing next week but i'm sure it'll be good because every episode of asinine radio is good you got anything else to say i do not all right well i guess we're ending the episode with boxing day so (laughs) that's like one of the worst songs too (laughs) i know (laughs) we could reignite like fireflies Don't be dumb. Beer's delicious and healthy. I'll let you watch your favorite show while I'm pooping on your cousin. Like it gets me every time I hear it. It's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> you can take a dump on my chest if it's okay. Just don't take a piss in someone's mouth when you're away. <laughs> it's so immature. I love it. People cuz people are dumb. They don't know what the fuck People are about. dumb. They're dumb. They're so dumb. Words are like bullets. <laughs> I've always loved Dick Lips. I think it's fantastic. Come here. Oh, it's so Please awful. hold my hand for now. Help me. <laughs> but then like later on I it comes with like, the whole band and there's a lot of like music. Yeah, but it's true. I'm right. My honorables are better than your honorables. <laughs> but <laughs> What are you laughing about? It's true. It's so stupid. I think about it. Oh, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> but I can't help but sing it. <laughs> oh, man. I hate that song, too. <laughs> Number six is Enema, correct? Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I didn't like that last one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That sounded more intense than I remembered that. it. I know. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. But I kind of like it more with the, that it's there. The first thing Tom says in that song is, push it out, <laughs> fake a smile. I've always thought pooping. like... Uh, pooping. yeah. Every time I think like somebody like pooping where they're not supposed to be pooping and then turning around and grinning at you. 
like they know that you're watching every time <laughs> i fucking hear that i think of that and i laugh to myself or i laugh out loud if somebody's with me 